Hey everyone, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Tell Your Story podcast, uh, where we be have where we will be having uh, survivors and allies of sexual assault come and share their stories, talk about why it's important to bring awareness to sexual assault, and ways that we could uh, help implement change within our own communities, organizations, um, any place where we believe to make the change. So today. I'd like to introduce a very special guest. So let's introduce uh, my mom, Jasmine Dees. Uh, I will um, I will be happy to have to introduce her, uh, introduce her, um, have her share who she is, what she does, and happy to get to know her today. Welcome, Jasmine Dees, my mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Hi. Hey. How you doing, Mom? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm very happy to have you on the podcast and be able to be a guest on the second episode and share your story. Um, so um, with that, uh, just introduce yourself to the people watching um, and what you do, uh, what have you been involved with, and yeah, uh, stuff like that. Awesome. Well... Like you said, I'm Jasmine Dees. I am a native of Toledo, Ohio, and I am the owner and founder of Jay's Catering, which is my own catering business that I created in honor of my mom. And I've been working that for, I want to say, a little over 10 years. Um, I also am the, I'm the founder of Anointed Angels Missions Ministries which has been in existence for quite some time. And it's all about um, women empowerment, family empowerment, and just empowering the individual overall just to rise to be the best version of themselves. So that is something that I've been doing for years. And um, I'm just glad to be a part of the show today to share just a part, a small part of my story. Awesome. Yeah. Um, my mom is pretty awesome. Um, she has definitely inspired me on my own journey of, you know, being sort of an entrepreneur and also wanting to bring change to my own community. Um, so um, with that said, um, share, um, just share like uh, why you want why you're a guest on this show um, and a story that you would like to share or, you know, why you want to bring awareness or anything um, that, you know, uh, allow, you know, more people to know um, a little bit more about who you are and um, what you're trying to do in this sense. So. Awesome. Yeah. So um, when I saw Kwanzaa start this podcast and just the mission behind it, I was so proud of him. I'm all about um, bringing awareness to certain situations and certain things that rise within different communities, different home lives. And um, sexual assault, of course, is near and dear to my heart. It's a part of my story. Um, I have a few stories of enduring molestation and rape and different things like that. But I think the story that I want to share um, for the young people today, because we can get so caught up in, you know, the fast life, the party and the hanging out and things like that. And when I first got really into the scene of hanging out and partying at a young age, you know, when you're that age, you just want to meet new friends. You don't really 
know people sometimes that long. You just start mm-hmm. gathering a group of people and you go out and you hang out and you have some drinks and you're dancing and you're having a great time. And you expect, you know, the people around you to protect you, to look out for you to be there, you know, if something was to take place and you never expect the people that you go out with or hang out with would try to destroy you or hurt you. Mm -hmm. So I had an instant, I had a situation where um, I was out with all these people and we were hanging out. And Mm -hmm. at that time, that was early on when the date, the date rape drug was really coming out. And that was Mm -hmm. starting to really um, go through a lot of the clubs, nightclubs and the bars and things like that. So, Mm-hmm. I had ended up um, having a drink and somebody had laced my drink with something. And so I remember feeling very discombobulated, feel, feeling mm-hmm. very off, like something was going on. Mm-hmm. I remember being at the bar that at that night. And then mm-hmm. I remember waking up the next day, mm-hmm. dropped off on the corner of my mom's street and I was just laying on the ground and I remember waking up and I'm like, Oh my God, I felt weird. I felt like something happened to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on. So immediately, you know, I went in the house. My mom's course was devastated because I never came home last night. She thought I was dead. She thought something happened to me. And Mm -hmm. of course, highly upset. And I said, mom, I think something happened to me. I don't know. So she ended up calling my brother to take me to the hospital to get a a rape kit done. Mm -hmm. And I got that done. And I, of course, I felt shamed. I felt guilty. I felt, you know, dirty. I felt like, God, I don't even know what really happened to me Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And so I had to live with that for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So as I'm getting older and I have my kids and, you know, I, I started to take on this very overprotective um, demeanor because I, all the things that, that I had to endure or that I endured at a young age mm-hmm. caused me to, you know, overprotect my children because I didn't want nobody to hurt them. You know, I didn't want nobody to do nothing to them. So mm-hmm. I was just very overprotective in how I handled things. So as I got older, you know, I put this particular situation on the back burner of my mind. I'm thinking it'll never come up again. I don't know who did it. They never mm-hmm. reached back out to me about my rape kit. None of that. So fast forward to 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a, I was at home. Uh, you know, I didn't have to work. And I was at home and I got a knock on the door. And it was a, a detective. And he was like, are, are you Jasmine? And I said, yes, I'm Jasmine. And he was like, well, we finally tested. We had a, a whole room full of um, rape kits inside mm-hmm. the police station. And we finally tested them all after all these years. Oh, I mean, wow. it took them years to test them. So finally, he comes to my door after about 20 years saying, we, we know who raped you. Would you like to know? And he had this folder. And so I'm sitting there in shock and I'm like, I don't think I want to know mm-hmm. right now because I felt so like, I felt like I didn't want to open up that part of my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know how you spend so much time, you know, trying to heal from something or cover something up or close mm-hmm. 
chapter of your life that wasn't really a good chapter and you try to forget about it. So that's mm-hmm. what I tried to do. And so after all these years, this detective coming and saying, we finally tested all of these rape kits and you know we have the person, would you like mm-hmm. to know, would you like to press charges? And all I could think of is like, oh my God, all these years later, if I press charges, will me and my family's life be at stake? Will people mm-hmm. try to come after us, you know, for doing this? Like, what if this person has a whole family now and all this? So I got scared. I got worried. I got nervous. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I don't want to know who did it. And I said, I don't want to know anything. I said, I just want you to go. I said, mm-hmm. because this happened 20 years ago and, and you guys are just now testing kits. I said, mm-hmm. that shows a brokenness in the system that justice doesn't get served properly when it comes to these type of things. Mm-hmm. So um, after that happened, I found myself feeling very discouraged, feeling um, like I made the wrong decision by not finding out. Um, but I, I kept beating myself up. I kept saying, man, maybe I should have, maybe I shouldn't. So I was wrestling, you mm-hmm. know, do I want to dig this part of my life back up or do I want to open this up? Do I want to go through this whole court process after 20 years of it being buried? Mm-hmm. You know, um, do I really want to partake in this again? And, mm-hmm. you know, I beat myself up. I wrestled with it, but then I was like, you know what? I feel like in that moment, I did the right thing for me because mm-hmm. I didn't want to dig that up. But now that I look back at it, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I should have, maybe I should have fought harder, you know, mm-hmm. but now it's like, I'm at a place in my life where I definitely want to bring awareness to it and bring um, openness to it about those type of situations. Cause sometimes you feel so dirty or you feel so insecure that those things happen that mm-hmm. you don't want to bring them up to talk about them. But when you talk about your story, it unlocks the next person to be able to share their story. And mm-hmm. that's why it's called testimony. So I believe, you know, now as me sharing, that's mm-hmm. a part of my story, you know, that's a part of something. And I think what I can give back to other people is, um, understanding how important it is to have a safe place to share these type of things, mm-hmm. understanding how we need to fix the system. Mm-hmm. We need to fix the system that is so broken on trying to help other people become free, you know, to be able to share those type of things. Cause some people are so scared or they feel like they're going to be judged or they feel like, you know, nobody will really understand or nobody can really relate. And, you know, you start beating yourself up like you're worthless, even though what happened to you was unfair, even though that what happened to you wasn't your fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the person who did the act that, that had the issue. It wasn't you, but sometimes mm-hmm. we take it on as our own. Like maybe if I hadn't did this, maybe if I hadn't did that, regardless, it's wrong on the person, the other person's side who did it. They have an issue. They have a sickness. They have a mm-hmm. problem. So. Mm-hmm. I think I just want to mainly kind of just share from that perspective, you know, of how important it is to be accountable when you're going out, when you're going to hang out with friends, when you're going to do different things, make sure you know your people, make sure people cover you and have your back, you know, and just make sure if you're out doing those type of things, you have a, I want to say a solid support system Mm -hmm. that when they see something off, they're there and they can pinpoint it and they protect you and they look out for mm-hmm. you. So 
have to go through those things alone. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest thing is just being open and being honest and sharing and um, being truthful about your experiences. And I think that is something with this situation that I went through that I held on. I held on to so much guilt, mm-hmm. you know, that I should have told on him. But then 20 years later, you feel like, where could that person have been in their life? And would I want to be the one to dig that up to, you know, ruin it after it happened so many years ago? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but now as, you know, watching what you're doing and watching how you're bringing openness and awareness to this topic, it's making me understand how important it is for us to speak up and to fight back when it comes to these type of injustice excuse me, injustices that happen to children, women, men, boys Mm -hmm. all over the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I know, I mean, I know like with this particular issue, it's complicated on so many different fashions, um, like different faucets of like where you look at it too. um, Because I know with us, um, um, well, I, you can, uh, mom, if you're trying to, uh, type, it's typing into the private chat, you can, uh, believe type into, like, the, uh, message on here as well, I think. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you just have to click it and then just click on the YouTube symbol, um, or just, uh, type into the, uh, uh, comment section here, um. But um, if it doesn't work, then um, I can try and figure that out um, as we're as we're going. Um, but uh, okay, for sure. Um, but with that, um, yeah, no, it's definitely important to try and bring more awareness and but understanding too. Like there's a lot of different like um, complications to it, especially over the fact like it is systemic. But it's also the fact too, like putting a lot of people in wrong positions that, you know, allow a lot of these things to still occur still occur in the still occur in the sense that, you know, they're using their like power of standing in like a, in like positions to do like bad things with it, you know, or turning someone with one eye or not being as like um is like executing on the th- job of course they should to the point where like you know people shouldn't feel the ramifications like years down the road you know and i mean it's you know again like not trying to rely on one person but understanding like how you can help in the way that you know where where everyone can help you know and it's like you know takes like a village takes like a community to help make those changes you know um Absolutely. Yeah, so um with that, um what what would you say then would be the biggest like issues systemically? Like is it like the backlog of a lot of these cases? Um, is it, you know, people still not uh believing or um just like the sort of like tone deafness of like how pervasive this issue is or um where where do you see where do you see like issues when it comes to like bringing more awareness to this and seeing what like, those changes still not being, or still not being implemented the way that we want them to, but still trying to push for that, especially for like the younger generation. I think um, more or less it's 
a lack of, I feel like now people have just are so afraid of, is you got half of the world that speaks up, half of the world that's still afraid. So mm -hmm. I feel like when it comes to certain things, especially um, when it comes to, you know, rape, molestation, stuff like that, I feel like what's wrong with the system is they probably are overwhelmed. Some, some precincts or things like that are overwhelmed with everything in the crime and the heightened level mm -hmm. of racial discrimination and racial injustice and all these different things that are happening mm -hmm. stuff like this happens i think a lot of stuff gets swept swept under the rug because you have so much you have so much racism you have so many other things you have and then you also have a group mm -hmm. of people that have cry wolf you know you have people that have lied yeah. you know and just wanted to have a story you know and have yeah. lied about being raped and lied about being molested and things like mm -hmm. that and documents come out they find the person wasn't guilty like i think about all the people that's sitting in jail now that now the dna has you know took in such a greater turn and how they can figure out things mm -hmm. um i feel like now it's like so many people are coming clean you know they're finding out that some of these people that done did 20 and 30 years in prison didn't even do some of the crimes mm -hmm. dna didn't even match you know so I think it's just a lot of brokenness within the system that needs to be changed. And the only that way we can change that is to get involved in those type of jobs and positions, mm -hmm. you know, where we can bring about change. Um, I think with the younger generation, you guys have such an advantage with technology and with things that are at your, you know, fingertips that you can literally partake in like so much quicker than we could, you know, when we were growing up. So mm -hmm. I feel like um, if people really want to bring about change in this area, they would get involved in their community. They would get involved in the organizations within their communities that offer these type of resources and they will come together. And, you know, like you said, like build teams and it, it takes a village. It takes a whole entire mm -hmm. community to come together to bring about this type of change. You know, mm -hmm. it's not overnight it's not gonna happen with one person it's gonna take a group of us you know to come together mm -hmm. to really um bring awareness not only to this topic mm -hmm. which a lot of people bring awareness to it but it's like almost like people bring awareness to it and then they leave it there and it kind of dies off mm -hmm. so you have to stay on top of it keeping it at the forefront of people's mind and the mm -hmm. forefront of their lives so as as you're talking about it they're like thinking of ways to implement solutions because mm -hmm. that's the bottom line. We don't just want to keep doing a whole bunch of talking with mm -hmm. no solutions. You know, we want to come together at the end of the day to figure out what we can do to make mm -hmm. this better for all people that have suffered or all, all survivors that are still afraid to speak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it is definitely one of those like times where it's like, you know, I, like don't speak before you think, you know, like if you're going to speak about it, actually do the work or try to work, you know. Which yeah. is why, like, you know, I, like, I do my best or try to, like, not speak before myself and be like, if I'm going to say or think this thing, then what I'm going to do is be down in the dirt, work on that issue and be like, okay, this is how, this is why I think it works because I actually went through and did, like, a lot of the work, did a lot of research and stuff like that. And being yeah. able to be like, this is how we can do it and how we can easily scale this up. Um, you know, and you know, as you said, we are at a different point in time where like we have a lot 
at our disposal and at our fingertips that we can like do literally anything. Um, but it, it also doesn't also shouldn't take like one person, you know, definitely should take like, you know, like you said, you know, like you said, like a village, a community and stuff. Um, yeah. So with that, like, what, what do you think are like good, like great solutions then is it, you know, creating more like shelters for like survivors, creating more organization to help with like the education of what, um sexual assault is the legal we definitely need more advocates we definitely need more advocates in this field um mm -hmm. also you know we need more funding let's see jewel said you guys are so right about doing the work alongside speaking mm -hmm. i don't people sometimes don't know where to start yeah so i feel like when it comes to um just being an advocate for those type of things. And then you have a lot of like shelters and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the show, I think the shelters are trying to meet basic needs that mm -hmm. they don't think about, you know, hey, we need to go ahead and incorporate curriculum. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to go ahead and incorporate. So I think if more shelters would incorporate different levels of curriculum and different advocates that come in and speak and and walk mm -hmm. and do life because the key to anybody becoming free um and having a solution in something is actually doing life with them and walking alongside them mm -hmm. until you know that process is figured out so mm -hmm. um bringing a solution to these shelters and to these organizations i think organizations need to be more equipped and more well-rounded in a lot of things versus okay yeah, we know we want to meet their basic needs of giving them a place to stay and giving them food, but we also mm -hmm. need to figure out a long-term plan, short-term plan, you know, these different plans on how we can execute to get them the healing, get them the support that they need for whatever they may be suffering. A lot of times, most, if you know, look up the statistics, like a lot of people that have been raped mm -hmm. or molested you know, go through so many different changes when it comes to staying on the job or, you know, mm -hmm. housing or, you know, being in and out of the streets and doing different things that they shouldn't do because it's just mm -hmm. hard for them to cope. You know what I'm saying? So we need coping mechanism. We need people in position in all places, you know, like mm -hmm. we have to get stuff in order in different places in order for us to see that type of change. Mm -hmm. But if, these organizations are only focusing on one thing and they're not trying to look at the bigger picture. Like, you know, well, yeah, we need to do this, 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 and this, but mm -hmm. we see this person is struggling with this. So we need to offer some type of program, just like they do with the alcoholic or a mm -hmm. drug addict with the 12 step program. We need mm -hmm. some type of 12 step program for survivors of, mm -hmm. you know, domestic abuse and, you know, racial injustice, that's a form of trauma and abuse. And, you know, the sexual assault and the rape and molestation, like we need some type of process and program that they can walk through that's not, you know, because everybody doesn't believe in God. Everybody doesn't go to church. Everybody is not going to mm -hmm. go to church to pray or for healing or mm -hmm. deliverance or any of that. So we need to match that clinical with the spiritual. So we need mm -hmm. that clinical side of it, just like people would go to a therapist or a mental health mm -hmm. worker. You know, and some of them are only equipped to walk you through certain things, but mm -hmm. we need to have it really broken down to a place where people are getting the help that they need and they feel the support that they need. Because mm -hmm. once you 
feel supported, it's easy for you to open up. Once you feel safe, it's easy for you to open up. But if one of those things are off, it's going to be hard for a person to open up to even receive help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's why, again, I created, you know, this podcast. I want to use this platform to create, like, this space. Um, because I realized this, too, especially just, you know, wanting to try and make changes for my own community here at Eastern Michigan, um, especially like going through like and seeing like a lot of like the controversy and seeing how things have been. Um, just seeing how it is important to really have that safe space for a lot of people to share. Because a lot of times too, when they share something about this, they're also afraid of losing their jobs too. Like they're afraid of like it like affecting their reputation and stuff like that. And right. worry to the point where like, oh, if I share, this could detrimentally affect my life to the point where I know if I could, you know, possibly recover from it, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. And again, this is me just observing what I'm what I've like seen, you know, yeah. um and understanding or trying my best to understand so that way I can like, you know, better help and better, you know, you know, be the best ally I can, especially bringing more awareness to an issue such as this. Um, because I know this is very important to a lot of people, um, right. especially, you know, you know, like you, mom, and you know, uh, some um, some of my friends, um, even like the president of like the alumni board I'm on too, and how important this is, um, and seeing how this, like, you know, this is like, just something that shit that needs to be a continual thing that does not stop with us, you know, being like, okay, we are the last great generation. We did it. We finally solved it. And it's like, no, no, it's like a constant, like generational, like making sure like when you leave, you want to leave it better for like the next generation, just yeah. so that way they can have it a little bit better than what we have, yeah. you know? Um, and you know, with, with that, um, where 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 do you where do you want I guess the changes to start in like what particular industry or what particular section um, or um, just really just where like the application can start, whether it's you know someone starting with their own communities um, or anything like that. What like what are the best possible steps people can take in order to feel or wanting to find uh, more safe spaces or even creating safe spaces or finding the resources or really trying to see what they can do to better help and, you know, also have the courage to want to help too. Well, first, I think what you're doing is amazing, is an amazing step in that direction of giving people a platform where they can have a voice because this, even though it's a live platform, it's still a safe place because it's still between you and the individual that you have on the show, which is which is nice. Um, this is a step, this is a huge step in the right direction that make people comfortable to share their story and to bring awareness to something like this. Um, definitely in, you know, the judicial side of everything and um, just, I feel like the detectives and the police officers that work this, these type of cases, um, I feel like they need to have strategic people that only work these particular things. That way stuff doesn't get backed up 20 years to where they're just now testing, you know, mm -hmm. 20 years later. Um, 
definitely that's something that needs change. That's something that needs addressed. And that's something that needs um, attention brought to. So people mm-hmm. can understand like, hey, we need, if you feel like, you know, you can't um, do this particular thing, put somebody in position that's passionate about it that will work those things properly. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people are overwhelmed trying to take on too many hats. And then once you have all these hats, you're not, you're giving bits and pieces of yourself to a whole bunch of different things instead mm-hmm. of putting in on putting your all into one thing so you can see that thing fully flourish. Mm-hmm. I know I've been guilty of that myself. So I think that's another solution, getting people positioned in the right place. You know, mm-hmm. people that really are passionate about stuff like this, um, not just people that's doing it just for a job or just for money. Mm-hmm. You know, I never forget what um oprah said years ago she said whatever you're passionate about is something that you can do for free and never get paid and that ultimately at the end of the day is what's going to pay you Mm -hmm. so it made so much sense and it was so profound because if i'm not passionate about something Mm -hmm. and i'm only going and i'm only doing it just to get by or just to shoot the breeze i will never fulfill Mm -hmm. my purpose you know what i'm saying so it Mm -hmm. has to be something i'm passionate about so i think finding the right people that are passionate about the same causes as you. That's another Mm -hmm. thing that empowers you because you start building a team, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And then once you start building that team, because you guys are like-minded and you guys have the same mission at hand, then boom, Mm -hmm. you got people that are coming together to do the work, you know? Um, So I really think what you're doing and opening up this platform like this is going to build that up for you to where when you get to a place where you're doing your 5Ks and you're doing, you know, all these different things or these marches, mm-hmm. or you might be doing these speaking engagements. Um, you'll have a team behind you that supports you. You'll have a team that believes in what you're doing and you'll mm-hmm. have a team that will be come alongside you and do the footwork as well. So mm-hmm. I feel like every community needs that established, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like this with sex trafficking, with mm-hmm. rape, molestation, those different things. Like we need yeah. to really understand how important it is and understand how often it happens. You know, Mm -hmm. I think some people think gun violence and all that is way worse, but I think if they really understood how many kids are in their homes now getting molested and how many kids on college campuses all over the country are getting date rape drugged and, you Mm -hmm. know, molested and things like that by different teachers and professors. And I mean, it's so much that goes on in the whole world pertaining to this particular topic. So Mm -hmm. I feel like as you brought out through this podcast, I feel like you're going to get a lot of people and you're going to find out about a lot of other organizations that are actually doing the same thing Mm -hmm. that you became passionate about. And then that's how you partner up and you work together. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like, I know I, if I definitely, if, if I can and, would love to be able to do this podcast like i would definitely love to do that um but i know like eventually doing this i know i need to eventually like you know have something when it comes to that way you know this can talk this podcast can probably upgrade me a little bit better a little bit you know a little bit more professional and all that stuff too and also when i bring people on be able to also pay them for their time too you know it's like at the end of the day i also want to make sure like you know i want them to do this not just because you know but also understanding too that um you know that um um understanding that like with the people behind me and stuff i 
want to make sure that they're properly compensated for the value they bring to me too and that I can bring to them. Um, and really just, you know, again, one of the So speaking of yeah. that, uh, we have a Patreon page. So if you go on Patreon and search up the Tell Your Story podcast, um, you can uh, uh, pay a monthly fee of $4 a month. Um, that's just a way for us to be able to make this a little bit better um get like more cool things and also potentially um have some work to help you know create some form of income and also try and see if we can use that extra form of income to like give back to like organizations we're going to wear enough for this so again um yeah um and also too if you want to see the full un unedited videos of these podcasts too that's where um they will be as well on patreon too um so after this live stream i'll probably edit this and then probably do a re-upload um, either tomorrow or Sunday. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but yep. Um, but you know, coming back to the coming back to the podcast uh, with that little bit sponsored. Let's watch that. But uh, yeah, no, um, it's definitely as important to you know definitely bring awareness and definitely have a team behind you that's just as passionate too. Um, so, um, you know, with that said, um, what are you doing or where, or where are you seeing yourself being able to be a catalyst or change yourself within your own communities or bring more awareness to the issues, um, such as this and stuff like that? I think, um, where I'm at right now is just getting back inspired. You know, mm -hmm. me being on your show, your podcast tonight has definitely sparked a flame and inspired me to get back to the things that I was doing, you know, mm -hmm. as far as empowerment and how important it is to create that safe place for people. And that's something that I spent along with your cousin Jewel doing for so many years. And mm -hmm. um, I think you've motivated me to get back to it and just learning from you the different platforms that I can mm -hmm. use outside of the ones that I normally would use. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's huge for me right now and just helping me to gain back focus, you know, because after your granny passed, mm -hmm. um, I just been struggling with a lot of hopelessness and mm -hmm. a lot of sadness. And so I know one thing that granny loved was coming to those empowerment sessions and learning and mm -hmm. growing and maturing in different areas, you know, that we all were kind of maturing together. Mm -hmm. And so um, just bringing that awareness and, and, and that safe place, that's something that I'm very passionate about, um, mm -hmm. bringing a safe place where people can be themselves and open up and be honest. So I think my biggest part right now is just me getting back inspired mm -hmm. to get back into the things that I was doing to be a blessing to my community and the people within my community mm -hmm. also while adding more tools to the tool belt of being able to empower and equip people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely a balance that that's, um, that's definitely um, for sure. Um, and, you know, everyone is also in their own journey too. Like we're all in our own journey, sort of reconsidering something good or bad in life or anything like that. And, you know, understanding too, like, the importance of self-awareness and what you can realistically do for yourself and what you know and honoring and respecting the fact of what you don't know, but still willing to learn 
what you don't know in order to like kind of help not only yourself but the people around you and bring them to bring more value to them and understanding too like you know it's like you know there is power to just you know give give and understanding to give within the means of what you can you know physically do or talently do or mentally do or anything like that too um and you know really understanding that importance um you know um so um yeah it's uh it's it's also a long journey too um so i know like you know hopefully with more people coming onto the space um and feeling you know more inspired and wanting to talk more um, there will be more like doers, so to speak, you know, because, you know, we are in the same age now. We're like, you we just want doers, <laughs> you know, we just want doers. <laughs> like, we're tired of being spoon fed, you know, uh, like commercials of like brands that are like, oh, we are woven. It's just really like, yeah, we're just doing it for marketing purposes. <laughs> we just want to be in front of your faces and have your attention, you know, and never really doing like, oh, yeah, no, we're actually about what we're saying. You know, you know, yeah, I feel like we, I feel like we did enough. We have done enough hearing, just mm-hmm. like you know, the Bible says we need to be hearers and doers of the word. Mm-hmm. So, we literally, need to be doers now. I feel, I feel like we've done enough hearing, mm-hmm. and I feel like we know enough and we've talked enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like it needs to be a lot more action. You know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um. So um, before we sort of head out, um, what, so um, what would you, what is, so what would you like to say to, you know, people out there that are going to watch this, just rewatch this, listen to this on Spotify, um, I believe Pokecast, uh, Pokecast, or some, some podcast uh, platform, um, and a variety of other places, like what is your advice for them? Um, and especially of how to better go about bringing like the change that you want to see um but also wanting to help and help make this you know bring more awareness to this issue but also make work with people to help make as easy as possible um so well i think the first thing is speaking to the survivors um mm-hmm. just to let the survivors know they're not alone um that they have people in this world that want to come alongside them and help them to open up and to be the truest, most authentic part of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, to know that if something like this has happened to you, that it wasn't your fault, that you are loved, you are cherished, you are special, and the things that have happened to you do not define who you are as an individual. Um, And I think to speak to the people that are going to be in the more of the solution side and the more people that are going to step up to bring awareness to this, to speak to them, I would say, um, stand your ground. I would say be encouraged. Um, Don't lose hope because of what you see around you. Stay focused on the mission at hand Mm -hmm. and um, build a team, build a team and don't think you can do everything on your own. Make sure your team is solid and make sure the team that you're building has the same mission at hand. It -hmm. makes things a lot easier when you're trying to create solutions to help your community in different aspects. And so make Mm -hmm. sure the people on your team have the same mission as you, the same heart as you. So you will be able to do things 
even though when things come against you guys, you will still be able to do things effortlessly because you guys are focused on the same mission at hand. And that's helping survivors to become free, to become whole, to be free from their shame so they can walk in such a freedom that mm-hmm. it unlocks the next person next to them. Because technically, as we speak, as we share, as we open up, all we're doing is turning ourselves into keys to unlock the next person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just about focusing. I feel like now the survivor, knowing that they have support and the person with the solution, building the team to come together so we can continue to free people as we go along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's my mom, everyone. <laughs> that's my mom. Um, so with that, um, thank you, mom, for being on this podcast um, and being my second guest. This was awesome and amazing, and I love you a lot, and I appreciate you for all the things you've done to make me into a better person. Um, and um, again, being on my podcast and sharing your story and being an inspiration to everyone, including myself still to this day. Um, and um, with that, um, don't forget, guys, to like, follow, and subscribe on YouTube uh, where you're able to see episodes of this. And also, if you want to see the full unedited uh, videos of this, it will be on the Patreon page of the Tell Your Story podcast. Um, just pay $4 a month. Um, whether you, whether you want to or not, or share it around to people that you, uh, that might would love to donate to your podcast and hope to see a few great things you never know. Um, but with that said, um, I love you guys. Uh, love you, mom. Love you. love you, sweetheart. Thank you for having me on the show, honey. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy that you were able to be on the show. Um, so with that, uh, I'm going to end the stream. See you guys later.